Well, we're back in the studio, folks. That's right. We have returned from a week's hiatus. We have moved past the first of the foul fall holidays and have returned to bring you yet another episode of our wonderful podcast. Andy, it's been a week. How are you feeling? How are you doing? What's the mood? I'm, you know, it's, it's going. Mmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, I don't got, you know, some might say, oh, things are going well, or oh, things are going very poorly. But for me, I can just say things are going Well, I guess I would say that things are going is better than things are going poorly or things are going badly. You, yeah, you think. Hmm, okay. Okay. Well, starting this off on a very, very sort of somber note, I would say, I am in okay spirits. Before we recorded, I started playing the 2019 video game Control, which so far, a uh, pretty big fan. Pretty the good. 2009 game of the, 2009, 2019 game of the year, Control. You know, as far as I'm concerned, it is the game of the year because it is the only game I have played this year. I do not think I have played a nope that's a lie that's a lie immediately a lie i have played the new pokemon which was also fairly good i played super mario maker 2 even though i did forget that was released this year but otherwise it's been pretty sparse for yours truly in terms of game news in the year 2019 yeah i don't uh video games what I've never heard of a video game. I can't hold... If I try and hold a controller, the fragile bones in my fingers explode. Mm. Um, so I can't I can't video game. Well, that's why you got to get some of that gamer goo, because it helps cushion the micro-vibrations from the controller, and therefore preserves your fragile dexterity bones. Hmm. I'll look into that. Should we talk about what this is? Hi everyone, welcome to Emojidrome, I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this week we are discussing the owl emoji, the O-W-L-E-M-O-J-I, the owl emoji. Very hard for me to do that, I was very scared that I was going to spell the word emoji wrong. Yeah, I was like, yeah, (laughs) E-M-O-J-Y. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one this week. Uh, This is our first of two patron polls that we're doing in the month of December. The one from November kind of rolled over since I was out of town and we did not record. This was a fairly neck and neck poll this month, Andy. I put down, I put down some seasonally appropriate emoji. We chose the maple leaf. We chose the snowman, we chose the corn, and we chose the owl, all of which I would say are pretty appropriate for that sort of transitional autumn fall to to colder winter vibe, you know? And, yeah, I can see that. And surprisingly, the corn, the owl, and the snowman were all fairly neck-to-neck, I'm gonna say. Uh, I think the owl beat the snowman just by one or two votes this time. So really, really squeezing, squeezing its way in there. I'm excited. I love the owl. I love owl. 
birds in general somewhat more ambivalent about but owls i definitely get behind so birds scare me um and owls scare me Mm -hmm. so you know but i'm gonna do my best like i like owls in theory it's just when you get to like look when you get to like be around one or see one in it moving they're little monsters Mm. So you're more of a fan of the concept of an owl than the owl itself. Yeah, I just... Wings scare me. Okay. They're very strong, and mm. owls can do that shit with their head, and there's that one gif of the, like, owls in the box, and someone opens it, and they're just, like, all, like, being fucking demons in there. Yes, the little baby owls. It is fairly gruesome. I think that... It lends credence to the theory that some alien sightings are actually just weird owls. Andy, would you like to tell the folks at home... Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) Love it, love it. Andy, would you like to tell the folks at home what it is we do here on the show? Right. So, if you couldn't guess already, and I don't know why you wouldn't be able to, um, this is an Emoji Aesthetics podcast. We talk about an emoji each week. In this case, it's the owl. We go on the Emojipedia page, and we look at each variation of it and um, give our really insightful opinions. Absolutely. We are known for our insightful opinions. We are known for being very fair, very balanced, very just good at our job, which is deconstructing these emoji. So speaking of emoji deconstruction, every week we kind of like to feel out what it is that we're looking for in a particular emoji. So Andy, if you have anything that you are looking for in the owl emoji, I would love to hear it. I mean, like, I'm looking for the smartest fellow, I think. Ah. Owls are typically, like, the nerds of the animal world, you know? Mm. And, like, the thing with owls is I see... So, I live near a mall that has one of Drake's OVO stores in it. Oh, okay. And his logo is an owl, Mm. so I see that shit a lot. Um, Unfortunate. So, I'm trying to get something that doesn't bring that to mind either. I don't hate the OVO owl, but I do hate the guy behind it. Yes, the association is fairly unfortunate. I like your reasoning, Andy. I think those are both good takes on this owl emoji. For me, I think that owls tend to remind me of, like you said, a sort of wisdom. But for me, for some reason, they very specifically target that portion of my brain that thinks about old cartoons, I suppose. Like old, You know what? I understand that. Like old animation, like I think it's specifically stuff from maybe the seventies because they really remind me of, you know, Sesame Street animation, Schoolhouse Rock, uh specifically the Tootsie Pop owl as well. The Tootsie Pop is owl is kind of what I was thinking of. Schoolhouse Rock is another pretty good touchstone. Mm-hmm. Um you know me, I love to mention educational PC games, but, like, I remember playing one about, like, a rabbit that had an owl in it. Okay. I uh, don't know. Fucking someone will find it. Sure, sure. Emoji drum listeners, mobilize. Uh, uh, immobilize and find this educational game. I've given you so much information. <laughs> there, there's a straw roof, and I, I remember one screen, like... 
intensely vividly and then the rest of it is just gone Mm. these are the things my brain holds on to i think you know that's good you're not thinking about the king's quest games are you with the owl it's not though i do i do know about that owl as well and Mm. that owl i'm not a fan of that owl gotcha they seem a little smug not gonna lie kind of annoying and they do (laughs) spoilers for king's quest They do die. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. They get like shot with a magic gun spell, and then um, you like. I think you can bring him back to life or something. Mm. Um. But it's just so funny. It's so funny that he just fucking like falls dead. That game's also really good with him just like. Screaming in a very high-pitched voice, No, no, Graham! Over and over again. And it's really bad. It's really annoying, because King's Quest games are poorly designed and me- made to kill you, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anyway. much love for old point-and-click adventure games on this podcast, to be totally honest. I I have some fondness. I like Monkey Island, and I like... Uh, I played some Wadjet Eye games that I like, uh-huh. and... Uh, a few other like random PC shits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like them. I mean, like I I would consider Phoenix Wright to be one. Okay. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, like I do. Uh, I do love Phoenix Wright. I do love Grim Fandango. I think for me, it's specifically that subset of those kind of old LucasArts games. Because I tried playing Thimbleweed Park on the Switch when that came out. Oh, no. And that game left such a foul taste in my mouth. Because one, I think that game, you know, okay, this is the hot take zone. One, I think that game kind of jerks itself off over being this, like, classic point-and-click adventure game. And expecting you to get all these, oh, there's these cool references to all these old games. When I think that something like that, that's a new version of those, should be accessible to people you know, who have never played that kind of thing before to kind of bring them into the genre. And second of all, I made a fucking tweet about how difficult I thought the Switch version of the game was to control, and no less than four developers of Thimbleweed Park name-searched the game and commented on my tweet saying how wrong I was, and that actually, if you were good at it, the Switch version was the most efficient. So Thimbleweed Park can get fucked. If you're a developer and you name-searched me on Twitter and you replied to that tweet, you can get fucked. That's my hot take zone. Damn. Anyway, I am looking for the owl that most looks like it's going to appear in a vintage 70s animated PSA. Something something along those lines. Like a very educational, you know, kind of Boards of Canada reading Rainbow. You know, it's got very warm synthesizers and this owl is going to come out and tell you about being wise to animals or something like that. It's going to tell you about, like, fucking... The... What's it called? Mitochondria. Yeah, mitochondria. Sure, I'm into that. Do you want to go ahead and get started, Andy? Yeah, I would. I would love that. Um, do we? So, I guess with Apple here this week, it kind of brings me to to a question I have, which is: Do you know much about like the different strains of owl? The different strains of owl. No, I Andy. Breeds. Breeds. Genuses. Breeds. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, we're, we're the fucking genuses over here talking about these damn owls. 
Uh, no, I don't, to be totally honest. I know there's horned owls, and I know there's snowy owls, and there's barn owls. And those are essentially the three I'm aware of. Is the what's this? The, what is this one? I guess this would be be a horny owl, right? Because it's got the the horns coming out of oh. the top of its head. I mean, yeah, I I don't know if we need to like call it out like that, but yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So apples owl this week, we've got kind of your classic, just tan and brown owl, big yellow eyes, very powerful claws down there at the bottom, just really realistic bird feet for whatever reason uh, thank you apple i think overall i would say that this owl reminds me of a character in a game we have discussed at length on this podcast in the past which would be wizards 101 this looks like a little owl that you would see on the launcher for i wouldn't say a harry potter ripoff but certainly some sort of magical school game for yeah. children that involves an owl yeah you're going to like the fucking you're about to go like go to school and like study stuff it's and like you know what i played like a like fake harry potter dating sim okay all right so so no like it like it was a good game okay kiss my ass it was a visual novel okay um they did have a fake snape but it was really creepy that you could date him because you were a teenager Mm -hmm. um but aside from that it was a pretty fun game but like this is this this would be there. This would be the owl. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I think we can both just kind of agree that this is some sort of video game owl. It's video game wizard owl specifically. Video game wizard owl. Yes. It's something that is not quite realistic, but it's just stylized enough to make it feel. Like like a little fun 3D render of an owl. I, I think this one's yeah. perfectly fine. It's not going to be the one that comes in and tells me about forest fires, but I think it's pretty okay. It's cute. Yeah, I think it's fine. I um I like its little beak. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look it, it doesn't look like it would peck my eyes out. Okay, which is always a bonus. It does. It have... also like it, this this. This owl doesn't look like it could turn its head all the way around. Ah. That, that's better for me. Mm, okay. So you're avoiding any owl that looks like it could essentially turn its neck on. I just, degrees. like, if you can do that, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I wish hey. I could do that. And then I could record two podcasts at once. Have one I mic in the front, dumbest... one mic in the back. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey, I heard Marilyn Manson got two ribs removed so he could turn his head all the way around. <laughs> Oh boy. Um <laughs> do we want to go ahead and move on to Google? Yeah, absolutely. This one I'm going to be honest, Sandy. I know I'm not as uh, scared of owls as you are. This one this one frightens me a little bit. This is just the fucking Duolingo owl, but brown. So tell me about the Duolingo owl. I'm not I'm not familiar to be honest. I hear a lot about him though. Oh, actually, maybe I'm wrong. Uh oh, they kind of redesigned him a little, I guess. Mm. Um, here. Yeah, it's just kind of the, like, piercing eyes. Uh-huh. Um, but I also always felt judged by um, Duolingo because I never continued learning French. So. Oh, yeah, this does look like one of those early Duolingo owls you have on here. The The current Duolingo owl just looks like a marshmallow. It looks like a green blob. It's, it's like flubber. It's like a flubber owl. The... Oh. 
So, okay, so first off, 2011 Duolingo Al, that looks like a cave painting. I'm pretty into it. 2012 Duolingo Al, that Al is squaring up. That Al is ready to fucking fight. You didn't learn French, it's going to come to your house and knock down a door. That thing terrifies me. 2014 Duolingo Al, much friendlier, much happier. Seems like they're in a much better place with their life. 2019 Duolingo Al, I don't know. They 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 squashed it. They put it in a can and they shook it up and it came out looking like looking like a fucking Kirby. So, so but there's our mini Duolingo episode. Yeah, there um, we go. Patrons. Ryan, only. do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the 2011 Duolingo Al just because the design of it is is very interesting and it actually does yeah. say Duo on the face. How about you, Andy? And your least, uh, oh, uh, probably, I think I'm going to go with 2014. It kind of seems like the platonic ideal of what they were going for. Sure, sure. Um, What's your least favorite yeah. Duolingo album? My, my least favorite, I think, is going to be the most recent one, uh, just because... No, oh, no, actually, no, it's 2012. I, forget, tw- yeah. I got them mixed up. Yeah, mm. 2012 just looks like it's made of knives. I think we can actually both come to an agreement once again and say that the 2012 Duolingo L is the worst Duolingo L. So now this is the time of the show where we take questions from the audience. As always, you can send uh, audience questions to at Duolingo Review on Twitter. Uh, our first question comes in from... You can add it. You can send questions to Duolinguists at Twitter. <laughs> Our first question comes in from at Steve, and at Steve says, "Why? Why does the owl look like he's covered in moss? Why is he green? Smoking that herb. Smoking that dank fucking Duolingo Kush. That's how you. That's how you expand your mind to learn multiple languages. You know, you get on the. You get. You go to the fucking corner store. You go to the marijuana bakery, and you say, yeah? Hey Todd. Hey Todd. Give me that new strain you got.' And he goes, "Oh yeah, we got this new strain. It's called uh." It's called Duolingo Al, and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to smoke this, and you smoke it, and suddenly you know how to do, like, introductory French. You can only say, hello, my name is Ryan, and where's the bathroom? But, you know, that's why you got to take it a step at a time. Anyway, uh, uh, the Google Al's fine. It looks like it's had wait, too much so, caffeine. Uh, hold on. Uh-huh. How come I have never learned any other languages? I've Ryan, hold on. You're not smoking that good Duolingo strain. It's got to be the Duolingo strain. Duolingo, hit us up. Let's get into the fucking gentrification of marijuana business. Let's let's get let's literally get into the weeds on this Duolingo. If there's a Duolingo rep out there listening, hit us up. Uh, you know, it's funny that we mentioned this uh, because it actually segues into another topic I wanted to bring up on the podcast, which is that a friend of mine apparently had a dream about us releasing Emoji Drone merchandise. And I wouldn't bring this up except for one of the items that was in this dream is relevant to this conversation. Um, so so I'll, I'll, I'll read this off. Uh, she, she messages me, okay, so it's a big Pulp Fiction style suitcase. And Ryan, you come up to me and we're like, I finally got the prototypes from Andy. And the inside is two shelves covered in illuminated black velvet, like how museums display gems. And this is where this becomes relevant. First yeah. thing on the top right is a branded box of high-end emoji cigarillos, like a trend, <laughs> like a trendy recycled box where it's exposed on the top third, and you have gold leaf emojis printed on the top. 
So apparently our first our first round of emoji drone merchandise is going to be branded cigars that have emoji uh, gold leaf printed on them and shipped in a pulp fiction style black velvet suitcase. Oh, incredible. I'm so glad that we're fucking 40-year-old divorced men. Well, oh my god. The good news is that we're also cornering the millennial market, which is where the next piece of merchandise comes in. Uh, she says next is two enamel pins. One is the Eastern Island Moai head emoji. And the other one is the top half of a skull that has a chain below it attached to the tongue emoji. So those are those are two other those are two other great ideas. That's a weird one. Like like a skull emoji with like a chain attached to the tongue emoji, which I think is very cool. Oh, okay. I I thought you said it had a a tongue. It does to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like one side of the enamel pin is the skull emoji and then there's a chain that goes down to an enamel pin of the tongue emoji so it's like a skull sticking out its tongue okay you know you know how it yeah is. yeah i think i think i know how it is. i just think we need to hit up fucking whoever is in charge of producing illuminated black velvet suitcases and say hey we're ready to corner the market on this we've got a podcast you've got the goods it's time to connect i bet i could diy a prototype I could figure out a glowing, a glowing fucking, uh, box shit. Words are hard. Let's move on. So the Google emoji, uh, just to wrap this one up, I, I, I don't think it scares me as much as I thought it did. It just looks like it's had too much caffeine. It's just got yeah. big eyes and tufts of hair coming out of the side and it just needs to lay off the espresso for a bit. It, it, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. It does. It, it, it. It gives me the same vibe you described there, and it also, I gotta be honest, I'm getting the vibe that if I take my eyes off this motherfucker for just one second, that head's gonna start spinning. Uh Uh-oh, 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 we better Mm -hmm. move on then. Let's move on to the Microsoft Owl emoji. This one, uh, which is going to be pretty predictable for me, I like this week. I I like this one too. Yeah. It's really it cool. does look like the shitty baker from uh, Tuca and Birdie a little bit, though. I will be honest; I've not seen Tuca and Birdie. You yet. should watch Tuca and Birdie. It's really I will. Good. I will watch Tuca and Birdie. It's been on my list. I think what I like about it is that it has the kind of, you know, feathered flourish above the eyes, sort of like the big owl from the Legend of Zelda games. Uh-huh. And what I really like about it is, as long as we're talking about retro. 70s color palettes this very warm orange yellow kind of color palette is really doing it for me i really like that they've taken a more creative direction with the coloration on this owl because i think the palette is is really great and really works in its favor yeah i'm a big fan um it like has the same color palette as like autumn leaves almost yeah uh where it's that like nice orange and gold colors Mm -hmm. um i like that the eyes aren't as like like the pupils aren't tiny Mm. like the the um google one i think that helps make it look not unsettling i think if it had the same pupils it would look really weird Mm -hmm. um yeah, no, so far Microsoft's great job. It's um, good. I love this fancy lad's little eyebrows. Reminds me of uh, Penguin. Yeah, I really like this. I think it's good when they have the big pupils because you know they're using those big eyes to read and get knowledge, which is a lot more fun than using those tiny eyes to stare at you judgingly. So next up we have the Samsung Al emoji. Uh, <laughs> this one's interesting. This one's real yeah, interesting. Yeah, there's stuff going on here. Okay, what kind of stuff, Andy? 
I just like this doesn't this looks like a a demon. Mm. This looks like a where the wild thing are. It does. It does, doesn't it? I thought it kind of looked like from Animal Crossing, what are they called the the gyroids, gyroids? Those little like, you know, uh you, you know what I'm talking about, those little men that you put in your house and they go in Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explung. It goes That's boop. Rule. Boop. I like your noise for them. Yeah. They make different noises though. They don't all sproing. Oh? You know, you know the kind of sounds they make. I think it's just because it's rounded at the top and but very rectangular on the bottom. This is like a little owl that you're going to put in your house and it's going to go oh, and like shake back and forth, you know, like oh. that's my owl impression. That's Oh, God. Don't you don't know. like I, it? I mean, I, I don't like it. I also, but I, the thing I do like is uh, that. I can tell you're moving when you do it. <laughs> I can like feel the movement that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we're so good as an audio podcast because I can accurately convey movement through the auditory medium. Just like <sighs> we gotta get you in a fucking voice acting role somewhere, Ryan. I know, I know. I'm I'm you're just so on it. it. I'm just really, really good at what I do. Do we have anything else we want to say about the uh, Samsung Owl? Because I don't... I, what's, I, I, it's I, got horns. It does have horns, which I think is kind of a problem. <laughs> you want to talk about a horny owl? This is a horny owl. Like, I just feel like it would like headbutt me, and I'd have to go to the emergency room. Mm, yeah, I, those feathers are just too sharp. It's got to get those sanded back. This owl's gone too long without getting its feathers maintained. And now it's gonna be uh, gonna be a little dangerous for us if we're not careful. What do you yeah. th- what do you think about the <sighs> the WhatsApp yeah. owl? So this one, this owl's dead and has been stuffed. This is a poorly taxidermied owl, um, and I mm, I don't like looking at it. It's like asking me if i've got games on my phone and i don't i do but i don't want them to play on my phone it's for me you want to talk about mistaking an owl for an alien i think this one has got to be it it's got to be it right those those eyes just seem so soulless and dead they're the the eyes are not good on this emoji i'm just gonna say that right now they look lumpy and lopsided and they're too big they're just too big is what i'm gonna say and i think this just feels like an alien creature which is trying to infiltrate the guise of a common owl oh i don't i could see that i could see this thing's like face opening up like the thing yeah wasn't there and then spinning around ah wasn't there a movie about that, about how owls were aliens or something, and they were in, like, Alaska, and it was like, uh... What? Hold on, hold on. I, I, I swear to God, I think it was, like, the fourth kind or something. Yeah, the fourth kind. Uh, But here we go. Hold on. There's, like, 8,000 Wikipedia things trying to get me to donate here. So, um, it's a pseudo-documentary. It came out 2009. Wow, this movie is now officially a decade old. Great. Um, so the whole thing is, um, 
So it says that the person who encountered aliens says every night a white owl stares at them through their windows. And then I guess the thing, it turns out that the owls were like uh, aliens or that he thought the aliens were owls because he was traumatized by it. I don't fucking know. I, listen, owls, aliens, basically the same thing. Essentially exactly the same. Owlians, like, it's fine. It yeah. all works. Tom DeLong could probably get to the bottom of this. Are there any Blink-182 songs about owls? Because, like... Ooh, maybe he knows. Maybe he knows something we don't. <laughs> Apparently the only thing that I can get on here is that someone from Blink-182 did a song with Owl City. So maybe maybe they knew. Maybe they were saying okay. we were all living in the Owl City already because earth is the city of the aliens since they are already among us okay i can respect it but like the problem is now alice city does make me think they're aliens because it's like that dude can control fireflies like the lady controls bumblebees in the movie jupiter ascending Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Jupiter Ascending? I have not, but it's been on my Watch list for a while. Fucking Jupiter Ascending, <laughs> like it is, it is a fucking mess, and I adore it. Um, I've heard it's very fun. It's good. It's stupid. It's good. Uh huh. She likes dogs. People who've seen it will get that, and you haven't seen it, so so I gotta, don't get that. What can you I gotta, say? You gotta listen to mm-hmm. get that funny joke. Mm-hmm. Um. What the fuck were we talking? Oh, the podcast, right? Right, the Watch out. podcast. This thing is like too, too scary, too scary. Yeah, I will say this episode has made it very clear that those little porg things that they made for Star Wars were just based off owls. Oh. Like they just took, they just rounded owls out. <laughs> they um, buffed out the edges. Yeah, they pretty much did. Right, they just like really sanded them down. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. I get it. They're they're basically a combination of owls and penguins. I heard someone say that the reason the Porgs are in the movie was because there were penguins on that island and they couldn't reasonably edit them all out, so they just replaced them. I don't know if that's true or not. The Porgs seem very calculated. I mean, por- they're like penguin owls. Like, yeah. and Well, yeah, of course, it's Disney. Everything is. Um, but it's... They're... I don't. I don't know. I was gonna say like it's fine, but I don't. I don't like them. So yeah, it's fuck. Fuck them. Fuck them. Taking a hard I stance hate, on porgs on this podcast. I hate WhatsApp this week, and I I hate its chiseled jaw. I hate it as well, Andy. We can we can both take solace in the fact that we fucking hate this emoji. <laughs> so next up is Twitter, and Twitter. Mm, this this owl looks like it's about to point directly at the screen and address me by my given name. Um, Hello, Ryan. It's it's too much. It's so Twitter is just this owl. It's red. First of all, it's a red owl. It's dark red on the outside, light red on the inside. I'm into that. I do like the red, but like the eyes are so confrontational. All these owls are so confrontational, and I don't know if it's just the fact that this one also has the stature of like a cartoon penguin but well, this, yeah, this one has a power stance this owl looks like it's about to deliver me some fucking straight facts it's it's not fucking around anymore yeah it's ugh. i mean it's okay like it's a decent it's, just it's a like, decent enough emoji it's a decent emoji it's just like i'm looking at it and i feel like it's a, like you said it's gonna run up on me or it's really mad at me for like 
eating something in the fridge that I shouldn't have. Oh, this owl, this owl waddles out. Okay, so say you're, so say you're roommates with the Twitter owl emoji. You're yeah. you're in there in the living room, minding your own business, playing control game of the year 2019. You're like, oh damn, what's up with all this red lighting? Fuck, there's so many like. By the weird... way, nobody send in any spoilers to Ryan. Yeah, if you spoil control for me, I will I will come to your house like this out and I will beat your kneecaps. I'm just gonna he say just that got, right now. He just got to dead letters. Yeah, he's very early. I'm very early. If... I do have the word control muted on Twitter. So that should avoid some spoilers. Unfortunately, that also means I will miss any updates to my favorite webcomic, Control-Alt-Delete. So please stay with me in this trying gonna, time. Let's go look at the latest Control-Alt-Delete Let's comic. do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let me... Uh, do you want me to pull this up? Control-Alt-Delete. So so something else you know about me um, as, as I am is that I read a lot of shitty video game webcomics when I was a teenager... And I read a fairly decent amount of Control Alt Delete before I got sick of it. Okay, so, so this is a this is a very antisocial gamer comic. Um, you got to go back one. It's okay. It's okay. terrible. Okay, hold on. What do we got here? Uh, oh yeah, this is bad. I don't even have to read the words of this comic to know what it's saying here. Uh, <laughs> so so December fourth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, fucking Tim, Tim Buckley, uh, published a comic which uh, begins with an old man and a lady saying our country has never been more divided. And then the lady says everyone hates each other. Nobody can agree on anything. Sorry, then, really quick. It's clear that they're supposed to be Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, Joe Biden but they yeah. like don't look like them. I got that the one on the right was supposed to be Kamala Harris. I, the hairstyle yeah. is close enough. The one that's oh, supposed yeah. to be Joe Biden looks completely, completely. I will say he really whitewashed Kamala Harris. <laughs> Does that surprise you? <laughs> no, not at all. I just thought I'd also mention that. So fucking Schmo Hyden says we need a candidate capable of uniting a fractured community of healing decades of fighting and renewing our sense of hope for the future and then bamala barris says but who could possibly wait do you mean and then schmo says why not he's already done it once before and then the last panel is a political podium that says the child 2020 and has fucking baby yoda behind it uh great comedy great everybody clapped real real amazing really ryan everyone at home right now is clapping you know what's incredible fucking tim buckley has done this comic for at least over a decade and his fucking art style is is still so unappealing it's now let's not say that his self-insert character now has a little bit of gray hair and a goatee Mm. Okay. So I wonder if he still makes this that. comic by copying and pasting stuff like he used to, which you know is fine. But like, oh, this fucking this one from December second with the giant Pikachu. This this is this is like this dude's sense of humor has not evolved from like the year two thousand five. Like it is just staying. Well, he doesn't need to frozen I'm, in time. I'm realized I'm giving him traffic by clicking through these. Oh shit. yeah comics yeah okay i'm gonna uh control alt delete out of this fucking tab uh anyway hey. yeah yeah uh anyway so you're playing control and the twitter emoji owl comes up to you and it's like a foot tall it waddles up to you it looks at you with its big eyes and points a red finger directly at you and it says did you eat all of my olives 
And you're like, oh, shit, dude, I don't even eat olives. Yeah, well, I do, I do. And I, I Ryan, make... you've sorry. angered the bird. Sorry, I, I need to make reparations to this owl. I'll buy him a fancy pizza, and, and we'll call it even. So next up, we have the Facebook owl emoji. <laughs> yeah, what's up, buddy? This one, so this owl emoji, have you ever seen those those images of, like, really bad taxidermy where someone has yeah, tried to Yeah, that's what tax- I was thinking with WhatsApp. Really? Yeah, I feel that way about the Facebook one, where this owl... It's 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 too wide. This owl is too wide. I don't know what it is. It, it has the posture of a Mothman photo. It does. It does. It really does. I I have to ask what happened here. It looks like its head has been like smushed down a bit, and I don't know if there's an owl that just looks like this. There probably is because owls are fucking weird. But it feels like someone was making an owl and got close, but just not close enough. Just just. You know what this actually looks like to me, Andy? What does it look like, Ryan? This looks like an owl currently undergoing, like, splitting into two other owls. Oh, okay. Like this, yeah. what, what is it called? Um, mitosis, I think, is the name of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, That's this... the thing I almost said instead of mitochondria at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, so this owl is undergoing mitosis. You can see where its head dips down in the middle. That's where the split is occurring. And soon we will have two equally terrifying facebook owls i just don't like this one gonna be real no i don't like it either it's really weird um it's like you said it's doing cellular division Mm -hmm. um do you think do you think mothman reproduces via budding like mitosis fucking uh, let me tell you if there's one thing you can say about mothman mothman fucking slays pussy well, you see this ass, right? You've seen that yeah. moth ass. Yeah, Mothman's got a fucking booty, and he's popular with the men too. I should say, Mothman yeah, has no telling, concept of gender. You're telling me he certainly is popular with the men. Whoa. Listen, uh, I've, I've, you know, I've called out cryptids on this podcast before. Hey, Mothman, if you're out there, my my DMs are open. Just, God. just, just gonna say. So next up, we have the Joy Pixels owl emoji, which again is very confrontational. All of these forward-facing owls just feel very confrontational. This one I like a little bit more because it looks like it's wearing a little cape with its wings. Okay, um, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, it feels like it's like gonna be a squire in a fucking like furry medieval adventure a la red wall okay i can get behind probably that. less racist probably less racist as we've discussed before you have read red wall i have not so i've I read a little of... bit of red wall and then i googled it after we talked about it and then uh-huh. i was like oh red wall racist <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, we don't have to cover that particular topic on this podcast. I mean, we can. I'm not saying it's off limits, but I'm just saying I don't know enough about Redwall to, to have that sort of conversation. But um, I agree. I think that when I put together my next furry D&D party, maybe this owl is my little wizard dude. You know, oh, my little yeah. my little fucking, like you said, squire. He's he's chilling. He's got maybe got like a staff. He knows he knows some spells. He's getting looks up like he's there. got like good snacks. Yeah, yeah. He looks very intense, but it's okay. It's just his eyebrows. He's actually a very kind person. Yeah, he's a buddy. Yeah, yeah. I like this one. So open emoji this week. Uh, t- oof. 
so we've discussed OpenMoji in the past. If you're not caught up, uh, OpenMoji is the newest emoji provider. They provide open source emoji for anyone who needs it. And I sound like I'm cutting a promo, like I'm doing a sponsorship read when I say that. Like, Well, it's because we always have, it's we feel like bullies when we mm, talk about OpenMoji. Yes, um, yes. That's, yeah. Um, so the thing with OpenMoji is that it doesn't so much look like an owl as it looks like a drawing of a demon that you'd find in, like, the attic in Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Hereditary? I have not, no. Fuck Ryan! No, I haven't. I'm sorry. I I only watch Garbage Pail Kids movie and fucking Howard the Duck on repeat these days, so I have not gotten around to it yet. You should... It's good. Yeah. Um, I think we both had a similar vibe on this emoji, because I was going to say it, it looks like a, a, a mis- mischievous winged imp, and not necessarily yeah, like an it, owl. So, it... The thing with it is it looks like it's something in a suit. Like, it looks like it's something wearing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it looks really cute, I should say. Like, full disclosure, I think this is a pretty cute emoji. Um, but it also doesn't look like an owl at all to me, and I wouldn't understand it to be an owl no. unless someone told me. No, it's it's like a little red demon imp who has put on a black like body covering with the little horns and the wings, and it's just chilling. It's making a face like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm the imp. The imp. The singular imp. The only Yeah, imp. the one imp. Yeah, the one imp. They just have to pass him around. Whenever a villain needs, like, like, like hey, listen, hey, listen, I know you have the imp this week, but I've got these adventurers coming into my dungeon. I, I, I really booked, just really I need to borrow the, the imp. I the imp in advance three months ago. You're going to have to book the imp in advance like everybody else. Okay. It's not your fault that you didn't Listen, make the okay. most time. Listen, how, how about I sweeten the deal? You give me the imp just for the afternoon. Just for the afternoon. I promise I'll bring him back. I'll, I'll give you the imp back. And in exchange, I will let you have two ogres. Does that sweeten the deal? Does that do anything? And, and if you say yes, you will also get the goblin i know you've been looking for the goblin for a while that sounds all right just make sure you include mothman's number i hear that guy slays pussy that dude definitely let me tell you from personal experience that dude definitely slays pussy and scene all right i hate hate the words (laughs) that i say on this show uh yeah the the open moji one's pretty all right it's just not just not now just not now next uh, no it's not so next up we have the emoji dex owl, which is just an owl face, not even a whole owl. So the problem with this is that to me now all this can do is spin around. Spin? It's all it's a head, and all it can oh. do is rotate three hundred and sixty degrees over. This this is doing a ten eighty Tony Hawk style off a ramp, and I'm screeching as I see it. This owl is like a final boss owl. It's like the it's like the head in Zardoz, where this owl head just like comes down from the skies and starts rotating and rotating and rotating and dropping projectiles that you have to dodge with your dodge button. And you're like, ah, shit! I knew the owl head boss was gonna be hard, but this is a real this is a real challenge. Yeah, I've never seen Zardoz. I just know the like sort of iconic imagery from it. I have it on DVD, but I have yet to watch it. Uh, I have a really bad habit of 
purchasing films on a digital video disc, which I think is what DVD stands for. I actually don't I, know. I pulled that completely out of my ass. I'm going to I'm going to be very very pleased if that's correct. Digital um, versatile disc. Close enough. Why does so, it have to be hey. digital versatile disc? Why can't it be? Well, because <laughs> they're a switch. Never mind. That's good enough. That's good enough. I don't need to say what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, so I fucking have Zardoz, but I, I have yet to watch it. Maybe I'll finally watch it before next week and do a mini Zardoz review on this podcast. Uh, we're up on our last emoji already, which is going to be from Emojipedia. And... Um, this one, this one, you know, is pretty cute. I it reminds me of a Kirby enemy. Yeah, it. This one actually looks the most like the Duolingo owl. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. It, it reminds me of those um, those Mario characters where they're like little black like imps with the red buttons and they have the white face. You know what I'm talking about? They're in the second Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Super what Mario. What the fuck are you talking you, you, about? You know what I'm talking about. Um, huh? Let me let me Google. The imps with the face? Yeah, 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 yeah. They have, um... Snippets? Gosh. Uh, no, no. It's, it's like, um... It's like they've got these little fucking thingamabobs and, um... Hold on, maybe it is... No, no, no. They're not that. Uh, they're like... They're 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 black. Is they're tiny. They have horns. Ninji. I think that might be it. How is that spelled? N i n j i. Ninja with an i. Ninji. Let me see here. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They've got the little eyes, like the. the, the I don't know. The, the 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 point is, the point is. This emoji looks like a fun little Nintendo character, and I think that's very heartwarming. I can agree with that. I don't like it as much as you do, but I like I don't I don't have it in me to just pick on this little shit. Like it's fine. Yeah, I I understand. You know, he's not for everyone, but I think we can agree that he's definitely not as bad as some of the other emoji we've seen this week. Yeah. Um, speaking of the other emoji we've seen this week and their lack of quality, mm-hmm. do you want to tell me which one is your least favorite from this batch? Yeah, yeah. I think it's about time we kind of go through and pick our least favorites and our favorites. I think there are a couple standout least favorites that we could pick this week, but I'm going to have to go with actually Samsung. I don't like how squat it is. I don't like the roundedness. I don't like the big horns. This this owl just feels too compact, you know. It it feels like a little little fun little devil man, but not necessarily an owl. It's it's the little gyroid from Animal Crossing. It's too it's almost too austere. It's almost too serious, and I think I think it just is almost over designed in a way where I would have rather them do something that was less stylized and just more like an actual owl. Because I don't think it comes across very well. I respect that. I think Samsung is definitely sort of this weird mess of lines. I'm going with WhatsApp because I, there is something wrong with that bird. Uh, there's just there's something wrong with that bird. Something wrong with that bird, Andy. Fucking someone help it. Please, help this bird. Help Hi. the goddamn bird. I'm not going to because I don't want to go near it. Because it looks gross. So you do it. Hi, I'm Ryan from Emoji Drum. For $3 a week, you could help this bird. Please join us in 
holding hands around the WhatsApp bird and praying for its destruction because I am sick and tired of looking at it. I want us to donate money to build a laser in space to annihilate this bird, thus helping the bird. Ah. Yeah, I want to help Eggman the bird style. by deleting the bird. I want it gone. I want it out of my life, Andy. What was your favorite owl emoji this week? We can go ahead and Wait. move on. Favorite owl emoji this week. This is actually kind of tough to pick because there's a couple of good ones. There's good I, ones. There's definitely good ones. I think I'm gonna go with Microsoft. Mm. Um, it's a good buddy. It's I love its big. Str- I love a strong brow. Uh huh. Um, it's got a good branch that it's hanging out on. It's non-threatening. Um, which you know for me, big big plus. So I think I think yeah, I think Microsoft is my pick for favorite. How about you? Well, this is going to be a pretty big cop-out because I'm also picking Microsoft. I think um, the color palette really does a lot for me. The orange and the yellow, the very warm autumnal tones. I really like, like you said, the branch. And I do think that this is the owl that's going to come down on a very kind of mogi synthesizer. Like, you know, that kind of that kind of idea. I think I, think I do. Yeah, yeah, like the more you know, reading Rainbow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that sound that that makes. I yeah. have no idea what sound that makes. <laughs> so I think this is it for me. I would love to have this L teach me how to check out books at my local library. Big fan. All right. Good, good birds this week. Hey, pretty, shout pretty out to solid. all these good birds. Shout out to all the birds. Yeah. Do we have listener questions at all? Andy, you know that we have listener questions, my friend. We have several listener questions coming in from people all across the internet. As always, if you're interested in submitting a question, you can find us on Twitter, at Emojidrome, where we will post a question right before we record, or maybe early in the day, depending on how quickly we get our shit together. Uh, (laughs) We normally record Wednesdays, Thursdays, or sometimes Fridays, and questions typically come in from people and they're going to sound a lot like this. This one comes in from at tech underscore underscore Neek on Twitter who asks, If Emoji Drome had to choose a bird to relay all of their scathing emoji criticism back and forth, which one would they trust to do the job? Oh, um... Joy Pixels, I think, looks like they could handle it. Okay, yeah, I agree that this bird looks robust enough to deliver all of our criticism. I was going to take this question in a bit of a different direction and say that if we just had to pick any bird, any bird at all, I would pick I would pick like a fun flamingo or something because oh, hey, they're really cool. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Um... I mean, if I was a bird, if I did have a bird persona, I think I would probably be a flamingo kind of adhering to my sort of preference from for tropical shirts but yeah it definitely fits your sort of aesthetic yeah i do not have a bird persona uh, and frankly i actually don't plan on having one so well that's because birds are scary and... birds birds do scare me <laughs> some birds are really find... scary some birds are very terrifying and speaking of birds we have another question coming in from at dmm bostones who asks if owls are a symbol of wisdom what bird would be used as a symbol of being dumb as shit? <laughs> um. Oh no, that's tough. What I think it's gotta be. Stupid? It's gotta be like a pigeon, right? Well, that's. I don't know. Pigeons are fucking brave. 
Mm, that's true. Well, just because you're brave doesn't mean you're smart. Let's be clear. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel I don't know. I respect I respect a pigeon because I, they they also intimidate me. Mm. I'm very fragile. Um, I think a stupid bird would probably be one that can't fly. Like so, like a turkey. Or like I was thinking like an ostrich because it's big and looks like a monster to me. Mm. And I think it looks, it's got a dumb little head. Yeah. Like, look at this ostrich's face. Look, I'm going to send you a picture of an ostrich and just holler him. Okay. Stupid looking. That is very dumb. <laughs> a very dumb bird. Yeah, it's a pretty dumb bird. I know I talked a lot of trash about turkeys in one of our previous episodes, but I'm going to get back on that train. Fuck turkeys. Turkeys are dumb as shit. Fucking hate them eat shit I thought turkeys were smart maybe they are i don't care i'm saying that they're going to be the new symbol of being dumb as hell and not in a fun thought... way not in like a fun himbo way just me you know being self-depreciating that's ostriches be can be the himbo bird so our next question is going to come in from at busy queens on twitter who asks which owl would you ride as a steed if your size allowed Oh, damn. Open Moji. That's not an owl, but I want to see how that thing moves. Ooh, okay, okay. I like that. I think if I'm going to strike terror into the hearts of my opponents, I would ride the Emoji Dex Owl since it is just a big flying head, and I think that would really have the element of surprise. But if I was looking for a more reliable form of transportation... I think I would probably go with the Apple Owl, because the Apple one is a wizard's pet, which means that it's well-trained, probably very disciplined in the magical arts, probably knows a few cool spells, can probably summon me an in-flight snack. So, you know, I I would love to be friends with the Apple Owl. What would the in-flight snack be? Because I'm imagining a owl pellet. Well, okay. (laughs) Now, don't be gruesome. I I think for me, my ideal in-flight snack would be, if I'm being extra decadent, I would want frozen grapes. But oh. if we're being more realistic, if we're being like, you know, bare bones, airline food kind of snacks, it would just be a bowl of mixed nuts. All right. I can, I guess I can respect it. I mean, I have an allergy, so I can't really respect it, but mm-hmm. like, it's fine. Sure. I don't, sure. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not insulted. Well, I mean, would you rather eat an, an owl pellet? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather not eat either, because mm. um, mm. I think I'd probably have a bad reaction to both. Um, Very true. Very true. That's always an option. So, we've got a couple more questions coming in, if we want to go through these. Um, we have one from at your gender here, who asks... Which owl is Athena's overworked personal assistant? Oh, I like that one. It's um, good, right? You know, Facebook kind of has that thousand-yard stare. Twitter does, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be one of the ones that just kind of looks like it's just, like, staring off into space at the end of, like, a fucking 90-hour work week. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that it has to be an owl if they're overworked that looks a little bit stressed, which I think is why I'm going to pick the Google owl emoji because it has the, you know, messy hair, big eyes. This owl is like four cups of coffee deep on some project that it's working on for the goddess of wisdom. What mm. what, what would the owl possibly do? Like maintain Athena's Rolodex, I suppose? Set lunch appointments? Oh, yeah, 
I I guess I don't really know what I mean. Like drop off oracles mm, and okay. stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe when I guess demon, prophecies, it's an oracle who it would deliver prophecy. prophecies to the oracles. Right, right, right. Like yeah. sort of a sort of a an antiquated Uber system, or I guess I would say Grubhub system for prophecies. Amazon prophecy. Or or maybe well it wouldn't be Amazon. I mean eventually Amazon will start trying to sell you something that they'll claim can predict the future, but well, I mean just isn't that just also a plot just of minority report? I mean yeah it is, but I was gonna say they'll also just sell it to like Burger King, all your mm. data from it. <laughs> and also the the army and the CIA. But yeah, and mostly Amazon's Burger going King. to get an elite uh fleet of psychic testers who are going to sell the fucking fate of the earth to the goddamn ronald mcdonald clown which is great really real good really good really really wonderful you know our last question is going to come in from at l fluffo on twitter who asks who decided owls were a symbol of wisdom was it the owls Ooh, did the owls infiltrate our culture at the highest echelons to make themselves the most wise beings i'm like actually curious about this now I think it is because of Athena. I uh, yeah, I think that would probably be it. I do know my one owl fun fact is that um, the artist Goya used owls in opposition to their archetype as being very smart. When he put owls in his works, they were intended to represent ignorance and paranoia, which I think is a, a fun little fun little tidbit. I love I love a Goya tidbit. Thank love you. Love a Goya tidbit. Yeah, I you know big fan of Goya. Um, big fan of all of his paintings. Would love to have some of those still lifes he did of various. Would fans. love to have him on the show. Would love to have him on the show. Hey Goya, if you're out there listening, come on Emoji Drum. I will get I will get a Ouija board and uh, channel Goya as a guest star <laughs> on Emoji Drum if we have to. Yo, we would definitely make it on one of those AV Club podcast lists. Then if they we, would not I, be able to ignore us anymore. They if we if we got the dead artist Francisco Goya on Emoji Drum, I think we would be making headlines the world over. I think it would be a cultural event. Anyway, I think that about does it for this episode of Emoji Drum. As always, you can send questions to us on Twitter at Emoji Drum. Our DMs are open, so if there's like a fun article or something you want to send us to have us read on the show, feel free. We also do have an email account, which is emojidrome at gmail.com. Uh, no one really uses that, though. <laughs> the golden yeah. age the golden age of the emoji drum email account has largely come and gone at this point. So We got those, like, one or two emails, and then it was like, yeah, this is kind of, this is fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Totally okay. Andy, is there anything else you'd like to add as we put the bow on this one? Uh, I mean, if you want to support the show, you can hit us up over at Patreon, patreon.com slash Emojidrome. We've got a bunch of different stuff you can uh, you can enjoy. That's the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking great plug. You can also go on Twitter. <laughs> uh, we're at Emojidrome, like Ryan said. Um, other places, maybe an iTunes review, maybe a Google Play review. I think they do those. Spotify, I don't know. But... Just tell a friend. Tell somebody. Um, love yourself. Love yourself. I, I, that's that's good. I'm trying. I'm. I got. I've. Heard, I've heard that being obnoxiously positive 
uh, helps your podcast empire. So, mm-hmm. so that being said, uh, thank you as always for listening to Emoji Drum and stay nasty. Stay nasty.